Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast. So today, today is Thursday. I hope you had an amazing awesome day on yesterday, but today is Thursday, and this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So today we're still doing this fasting from wrong thinking. This 40-day fasting from wrong thinking, and it states, day 13, I haven't done enough. So how many of y'all have felt like y'all haven't done enough? Meaning like in your spiritual walk with Christ, I mean with God, uh, you feel like you just be, you know, you just be nagging, say that you haven't prayed enough, you don't feel like God can hear your prayer, so you have somebody else pray for you, you just feel like you haven't done enough and you're not qualified for God to hear your prayer. So how many of y'all have ever felt like that? I know I have because sometimes when I be praying, I be like, let me call such and such, because I know such and such had a longer, longer relationship with God. So if I uh, talk to them, I know they can hear from God. God hear their prayer before he hear mine. So let me do it that way. But, ooh, excuse me, we're going to change that way of thinking. Today we are fasting from the thoughts that say, I haven't done enough. When things don't go our way, we sometimes have this nagging thought that we are not holy enough or haven't prayed enough to qualify for us to for God. Blessing or favor. Meaning like, I don't feel like I deserve this or... You know, I don't feel like I'm qualified enough for God blessings or favor on my life because I haven't really been doing like I'm supposed to. I haven't been praying every night. I haven't been listening to God. I haven't been building a relationship with God. So all that stuff comes into play. But we're going to change that way of thinking today. Number one states, we get what Jesus deserves. We get what Jesus deserves. In Romans chapter 8, verse 17 tells us that we are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. His inheritance is ours. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 17 say, As he is, so are we in this world. This is the greatest exchange. We deserve the curse, but instead we get the blessing. I mean, like, we go out here and we do stuff, and sometimes we feel like we're being cursed by God, or God don't love us, or all this type of stuff, but no, we don't deserve it, God said, but he took the curses and all that stuff on the cross, so instead, he instead He blessed us, instead we get the blessings, so that's what, 
Number two, be covenant-minded. We have a covenant with God. A covenant is a contract, in this case, a contract that is guaranteed by the shed of his blood. Meaning like we we must have a mind like Christ. Don't be thinking about that you're not good enough or, you know, you feel like you don't pray enough. Oh, I haven't done enough in my life and my life is going like this. Stop. Get get that out of your mind because we have to have a mind like Christ. A covenant mind of Christ means that it's guaranteed by the shed, by the shed of blood of Jesus Christ. Meaning like we got to think like Christ. No matter what may be going on in your life, no matter what may be somebody said about you, what's going on in your life right now, we still have to have a mind like Christ. Okay, God, you said all my needs are met. Through Christ Jesus, you strengthen me. Okay, God, you say you're Jehovah Jehovah, you are my provider. Father Lord, you know what I have need of. So we have to we have to meditate on God's word and we have to also um have a mind like Christ. We can't always be thinking negative all the time. We must replace those negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Number three, be grace-minded. Grace is when God gives us what we don't deserve. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 said, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence, me boldly to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Meaning like, be grace-minded. Sometimes you have to sit back and just think about, Oh, Lord, if it wasn't for... Think about some of the things you have done. That's why it's so very important when you wake up in the morning. Say thank you, God, for waking me up this morning for your mercy and grace is new each and every day. Grace is like grace is when you are here, you do something stupid and say like you are here and you okay, take and say you are here and you do something and you told your mom, okay, mom, I never do it again. I never do this, mom. You can trust me. You can do this, but yet again. You do that, she give you grace. She forgives you. She's like, okay, I understand. You probably messed up this time. That means she give you chance to chance. That's having. That's how God is. He give us grace. I mean, we know we go out here and we do stuff. You know, Lord, this child gonna do this again. But yet and still, He wakes us up every day with new mercy and new grace. In the time of need, like when we do stuff, we know we're supposed to be doing. But yet and still, He give us new grace and new mercy. Number four. Have confidence in God, not yourself. At First John chapter three, verse twenty through twenty-one, confidence and faith is able God to answer prayers in our life. Meaning, like we have to have so much confidence in God that no matter what nobody else say, no matter what man say or anybody else say, we gotta have confidence in God that God said He's gonna do what He said He's going to do. No matter what man may say, oh, this is what's gonna happen to you, or say you go to the doctor and the doctor say, okay, you got. Uh, we got so long to live or you got some kind of disease or something but you know that God took all your diseases to the cross he died on the cross for your diseases so he's like okay God this is what they say um I don't care what they say but God I'm gonna trust your word I'm gonna take mine for instance um me when I was going through my anxiety and depression and I was like going around staying alone you know, I was going around trying to figure out because they said oh you had to go here so they can get you help and this lady told me a long time ago there's nothing I can give you for anxiety it is all about how you control your breathing and all this type of stuff so I said okay and then I saw this lady who sat above me um who had anxiety and depression and she used to take medicine when she went on her medicine she was like a totally different person or whatever and I was like God I don't want to ever take medicine because I don't want to be like that. So what I do uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I said, okay, I'm going to give this medicine a try. But what the medicine do? Made me sick, 
made me think of losing my mind. I couldn't get out of bed or nothing like that. All that type of stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. If I told God this way back then, why do I feel like I need to take it now? So I took myself off of it. Because I said, okay, guys, you're going to have to help me get through this. I'm not going to take mess because I told you a long time ago. I did not want to take mess because I didn't want to be like this. I still want to be Felicia. I still want to do this, do this. So we got to have that much confidence in God that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. We got to have confidence and faith. Okay, God, you gotta you gotta help me with this, cause God, I already told you I want to take medicine, so we have to have confidence in God, not ourselves, but in God. Number five, reject condemnation. It is in our heart that condemns us from our mistakes and shortcomings. When we feel condemned, we lose confidence, and then we believe we can't receive anything from God. Meaning, like no matter what you've done in your past, but like when yesterday I talked about. I can't shake my past, shake that past off you. No matter what you've done, no matter what kind of mistakes you did, your shortcoming, no matter what, don't let that, um, don't let that make you lose confidence in God that we can't receive nothing for God because we go out here, we mess up. God knows we're going to mess up. God knows everything we're going to do from the time we get up in the morning to the time we lay down. Why? Because he made us and he already knows what we're going to do. Um, but reject condemnation. Don't let the enemy come in and start saying, well, you did this, so God ain't going to bless you. Or you had kids out of wedlock, so who's going to want you? Or whatever the case may be. Or you had kids out of wedlock, all your kids are gonna, uh, not going to go to school or not going to do this or whatever. Reject those thoughts. Reject it. Just reject those thoughts. Number six. Um, accept your freedom in Christ. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. That's in Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Meaning like, sit, Lord, I thank you that I'm free from all, say whatever you may be doing. Lord, I am set free from all bondage. All whatever you may be doing. Lord, I thank you, Lord, I am set free from bondage. Why? Because there's no condemnation in those who are in Christ. As long as you're in Christ, don't worry about what the enemy may say because he come, he will say all kinds of things like throw the little fiery darts. Don't worry about that. Reject your thoughts and put it with the positive. Put it with God said. Number seven, stop beating yourself up about what you haven't done. We often punish ourselves with self-condemnation. We will never do enough for God. That's why God did it all. He paid for our sins, sickness, the curse, and our failure. Our works, our battle is simply to believe. So stop beating yourself up. I mean, like, stop beating yourself up. Oh, Lord, I didn't even finish school. Oh, God, I didn't finish this project I said I was going to do. God, I didn't finish. Just stop being oh God, I, I'm not a good enough mother. I say that. Sometimes I have to catch myself because I feel like I'm not good enough because it's just me and my kids and I feel like I robbed them because they don't have a dad. Because they did chose to do other stuff, but whatever. I used to beat myself up, but now okay, whatever. It is what it is. God is their father. Because he said he'd be the father to the father. So we have to stop beating ourselves up. Especially single mom. We have to stop beating ourselves up. Because we as mom take on a lot of responsibility. Especially if there's no extra person in the household. Or we have no help. We take on a lot. Like we are the doctor. We are the counselor. We are whatever. We are everything to our kids. So we tend to beat ourselves up. So we have to stop beating ourselves up. And thinking that we haven't done enough. That I haven't done enough, so God's not going to hear my prayer, or God's not going to make a way for my son or my daughter, or this and that. Stop that. Why? Because he will. 
Because all he wanted us to do, because he paid for our sins and sickness and the curse in our faith. He paid for the curse and he knew what we was going to do. How we was going to fail and do all this type of stuff. But all he wanted us to do is do. All he wanted us to do is simply to believe that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. No, your child go out here and do something stupid. Go out here and do something. Yet instead he can turn that child around to something miraculous. He can use your child. Don't so don't think like your child go out here and you do something. I should have known that child gonna be my heart gonna be the downfall of me. No, just give them over to Jesus. Say God, I give them to you. I have done my best. Um, uh, can God? I raised him to do right. He want to do stuff. God, he's yours. Sometimes as parents, we have to do that. You know, I had to do that for my kids. So I said, God, I, I raised my kids. Now they're old enough. So, God, I give them to you. They're in your hand. So, that's what I had to do. So, stop beating yourselves up. Um, Stop beating yourself up thinking that it's your fault that, you know, because the way your kids are. So, it's not your fault. So, now we are at think it and say it. Think it and say it. Okay. Let's go of the mindset. Let go of the mindset to tell me I'm not holy enough or I haven't done enough to answer, enough to receive answered prayers. I receive his promise by faith. I am a drunk heir with Jesus Christ. I expect to get what he deserves, not for what I deserve. The throne of his grace is always open. His river of lavish love gifts are always flowing towards me. I receive his grace freely and lavishly in Jesus' name. So no matter what you've done, no matter what you've done, you are good enough for God. Just because you don't have a good relationship with God, God still hears your prayer. He hears everything you say to him. So don't feel like, oh, I need somebody else to pray for me because, you know, I messed up and God might not hear my prayer. God, no matter, God knew you was going to mess up that day. He knew you might say something off the wall, but God still, um, God still, he still, he still will hear your prayer and he still will answer your prayer. Because all he wants us to do is just to simply to believe that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. He just go to his throne of grace with always open. Just know every day you wake up in the morning, no matter what you did yesterday, today is a new day. So you have new mercy and new grace. Everything is new. His grace freely and lavishly is flowing to you. So always remember that there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. And don't think today you haven't done enough. You have done more than enough. Some people, some you might think like, I haven't done enough, but this and that you have done more than what you have done more. And don't let condemnation seek in and rob you of what God has done for you. So no matter what you've done in the past, shake that past off and be like, okay, I have done enough. Yes, I might not have my relationship, might not be good, not, might not be where I want it to be, but I'm building towards that. Yes, God's going to hear my prayer. Yes, he's going to hear my prayer. God, all he want me to do is have faith and believe. So that's all I have for you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing and awesome Thursday and just know, all he wants us to do is just believe. He did all the work for us. He did it all. He paid for our sins, our sickness, the curse, and our failure. Our works and our battle is to simply to believe that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have an amazing and awesome Thursday. Be blessed.